RWJ Barnabas Health Telemed offers you two convenient ways to see a doctor anytime, anywhere, without having to come in for an appointment. If you're in need of urgent care, you can use our app to connect with a provider 24-7, right on your smartphone, tablet, or computer. Or you can use our website to schedule a virtual visit with an RWJ Barnabas Health Medical Group provider or specialist. And you can even register as a new patient. Book an appointment online at rwjbh.org slash telemed. Your safety has always been our top priority, and we've taken every precaution. So don't delay your care any longer. Get started today at rwjbh.org slash telemed. RWJ Barnabas Health. Let's be healthy together. Well, hello again, everyone. I'm Matt Lachlan, along with Amanda Stein. And it is our pleasure to welcome you to the latest edition of Speak of the Devils, presented by RWJ Barnabas Health, the official health care provider of the New Jersey Devils. And I'm, I'm rubbing my hands together, yeah. <laughs> getting ready for this one, because we haven't seen this guy for a while. But now we get to uh, spend a little time with a certain Swedish forward. Oh, I'm very excited for this conversation. As uh, as you may have guessed, uh, Jesper Bratt will be our guest t- today on this podcast. And, you know, Maddie and I are itching to uh, figure out what he's been doing the last 10 months and how excited he is to be back in New Jersey, obviously undergoing his quarantine right now. But, you know, he, he's here. He's in the country. And not only are Maddie and I excited, but we know that his teammates and his new coaching staff and the management at the Devils are just so excited to have a player like Jesper uh, rejoin and be back in the mix, especially with the new type of system that they've currently been playing. And I think I speak for all fans and maybe even some of management that you want everyone everyone to be in camp at the start. But we do understand there's a business side to it, which we will address with Jesper because he and the team did not come or he and his agent and the team did not come to an agreement on a new deal. But at least it didn't extend too far, you know, yep. uh, missed the first handful of games not sure exactly when he'll clear protocol, when he might be able to join the team after he practices. But the good thing is it won't be too long, right? And not only that, I mean, yes, that, that's definitely a big part of it. But we live in a day and age where, you know, Jasper's already been in communication with Lindy Roth. They've good been point. on Zoom calls. He gets sent video. He's learning, you know, I guess more of the cerebral side of what the system looks like. So in the day and age that we are, um, he's probably more like further along than he would have been otherwise, even though he hasn't even stepped out on the ice yet. Absolutely. And the team that on opening night had the second youngest roster in the National Hockey League gets even a little younger because despite the fact he's been with us for a few years, Jesper Bratt is still very much in his early 20s and still developing. So shall we get on with it? I think so. Without further ado, let's welcome Jesper Brett to speak of the Devils. So I uh, came into Jersey a couple of days ago, so uh, starting to set up the apartment and everything, and hoping to join the join the team really soon. As we record this, of course, you have to be quarantined, and I believe the rules are tested four times before you'll be able to return to the club. Hopefully, all that 
really smoothly and well, and you'll be back practicing with the team in short order. How long do you think it will take you before you'll be able to get up to speed? Like, is there a camp period for you that you'll need before you're up to NHL speed? Uh, that's always a, a hard question to, uh, to, to have the answer to, but uh, during my time in Sweden with my skating coach, I had a really good time. And especially the, the last month we picked up the speed really well. And I felt like we were skating in, in, uh, in game like speed and we were doing a lot of conditioning and stuff too. So uh, I feel in really, really good shape there. So the, the only thing is that I haven't really been on the ice with a lot of, a lot of other guys that I haven't really had the, the game type of uh, practices with timing and stuff. So um, it's probably going to take um, two to three practices or something, but um, I'm, uh, I'm going to try to adjust as quick as possible. And uh, I'm extremely excited to be back and, and playing and uh, meeting up with the team. And, you know, it's a whole new system that you're coming into that's going to be played under Lindy Ruffer is already in, in place. But he has mentioned that you guys have met on Zoom calls. They're sending you videos just to sort of give you an idea of how things are going. So just what have those conversations been like so far? Yeah, they've been really good. Uh, Lindy has been, uh, been great uh, uh, having the Zoom calls with me and go over, over the system and both in D-Zone and in the ozone and uh, trying to explain for me how they want me to play and how they also want the whole team to play. So uh, I'm excited about the new system and uh, it's, it's going to be fun to, to see it in, in person uh, during a practice and, and try it out. But uh, as it sounds so far and uh, the, the games that I watched the teams, uh, it looked really well too. So uh, it looks like a fun type of playing. And I think it's also, you know, for the way you play with your speed and your skill, it's something that we've seen a lot of the guys on the ice right now uh, really compliment how they play as well. Um, I was just going to go back to obviously when things were being discussed about your contract, one thing that really stood out to me was that whenever either Tom Fitzgerald or Lindy Ruff would talk, they always kept you in the conversation as, you know, Jesper Brad is one of the big parts of our foundation here. And we're excited to have him be with us as soon as possible. So what did that do for you? Just like as a person to know that regardless of where things were, you know, you were in their conversations as we, we want this guy here because we know he can, you know, bring so much to our team. Oh, it's fantastic to hear. I mean, uh, especially when uh, when you're having the the contract extension talk, and, and sometimes it's uh, sometimes a little business, and it takes it takes a little more time than what you want. But uh, obviously, when you when you hear those things that uh, both Lindy and uh, Tom said about it, it felt really good to, good to hear. And um, Jersey was always the the place that I wanted to be all the time, and I was extremely excited about the team and the new coaching and the management. So. Uh, yeah, I'm really happy that we we figured out a deal and uh, that I'm gonna be uh, gonna stay here for a while. So uh, I'm extremely excited and especially to come out on the ice and try the new system and uh, uh, try to bring everything I can to the team. As you were in the process, you and your agent discussing the offers and your agent going back to New Jersey, you said it took a little longer than you thought. I think that's true for both sides. What's going through your mind as you see your team has come back to practice, they've begun games, and yet the business part of hockey prevents you from doing that? Oh, this was my, this was my first time experience this. So uh, maybe you never know if it's going to happen uh, again, but uh, there's a big chance. So it was a good learning experience for me, but 
I think at the, at the same time, my mindset was always to, uh, to just practice and do everything I could to be in the best shape possible and then be ready when, when the call came that, uh, that a deal was done. Uh, that, that's what I always, what I, what I tried to do to just have my mindset on the right, on the, on the right place and not try to, uh, think about too many things and trying to get my thoughts away from the, from the ring. So, uh, I tried to do everything I could to, to get better and improve myself. And then, uh, but, but of course it was in my head to, uh, that I really wanted that call to, to come back to, to the team and, and join the guys. Did you ever wonder at any point in the process, if it would get done, were you concerned at all that maybe this would go even longer? No, not really. It felt like it, it already had uh, going on for a while. So, uh, but, uh, <laughs> but obviously you, uh, if I, if I, if I could choose it, I, I would love to have already been at camp and stuff with the boys, but this was the, this was the business side of it. And I took a little to- a longer time, but, uh, at the same time, I'm extremely happy that I, that I, that it's done. So, uh, that's where my focus is right now to, to just to stay in shape during my quarantine here and then come back and play. When things shut down last season and everyone sort of went their own ways and went home, you went back to Sweden. So I'm wondering, you know, what was open over the last 10 months? What were you able to do in order to keep yourself, you know, as fit and on the ice as much as possible? What was life like back there? So the thing was really good. So we had a, we had a gym that we worked out with, which was kind of a separated at the hotel and the hotel shut down. So they kind of closed their facilities so people couldn't really stay there and stuff, but they opened it up the gym just for us. So we were four guys that were working out for basically the whole summer all alone at the hotel. Wow. So it, it was great. So um, um, comparing to the other guys who had a really big lockdown, I was actually able to be on the ice and working out for five, six days a week for the uh, already from March till I actually left a couple of days ago. So. Uh, it was a good setup for me and uh, they helped us at the hotel to bring us food and stuff too and make sure that everything was safe. So uh, we had a fantastic setup and I'm really happy about that. How do you think that that will help translate? You know, obviously for everyone being away from the ice in terms of competition <laughs> for 10 months has to feel very strange, but what type of benefit for you, your skill set, you know, all these things, will this time off have given you and what are you sort of expecting from yourself once you get into the swing of things in NHL competition? Yeah, it's true that you said it's always, it's always a different part when you hit the ice and it turning into competition and game systems and stuff. It's obviously maybe going to take a few, a few days uh, uh, until you really get used to it. But I think, I think it's going to benefit me a lot good because this year compared to other years, I had a 10 month uh, off season. And I really think that I put in the time and effort to to really build up my strength and my speed and my conditioning. And I put a lot of, so this year, I, I think I probably put six mon- months on the ice uh, compared to a regular summer where I maybe put two months on the ice before the camp starts. So uh, I think that's going to benefit me good when I get used to the system and stuff. I'm, I feel like I'm in really good shape and um, it's going to be fun to to finally uh, go out there and get, get a little test on how you did this off season and how you build it up your strength and your speed and stuff. So it's going to be fun to see. How do you think that will help you this year? The increased strength and the work you've done to increase your speed. 
like you said, I think my, my speed is something that my game is building on. So for me to, uh, to get a little quicker and, uh, to have a little more control on, on my speed with, uh, with the puck handling, I think it's going to have a big impact on my game, especially in the, the new system we have that we create a lot of, uh, a lot of space for ourselves in, uh, in the neutral zone. Um, so I think for me with my speed to, uh, to have the puck on my stick a lot in the neutral zone and have some good entries with, with the players in our team, it's going to be something that I'm going to try to try to use as much as possible. And then obviously uh, down in the corners and in front of the net to have some extra strength and be a little more physical to win more pucks back and, and also be really strong, strong on the puck to keep it in the ozone. What are the things that you've noticed from watching the games? Cause I'm sure you've been watching the games in full, keeping an eye on everyone. Yep. Um, what have you noticed about, uh, the way Lindy Ruff has this team playing that really excites you. Maybe it's those things that you mentioned before, but what are your first impressions? Yeah, so I, I had a little hard time fi- uh, getting watching the game from the Rangers and the Islanders game yesterday, but I watched both uh, uh, Bruins games. And uh, the first thing I noticed it from the team was that it looked like a lot of fun that the guys were playing. It was a fun, fun, speedy hockey. Uh, the, guy, the guys did a great job in D zone winning pucks back and the new kind of system that that Lindy is giving us is is usually giving their D's a really hard time pinching in in our own zone, which create a lot of space. Like I said earlier, and I, I think that the team played such an aggressive game that they had a lot of three on twos and and uh, good good chances off the rush against the Boston team. So uh, I felt like as soon as I watched the games, I felt like I could really contribute something to this system and and be a, be a good player for the team, uh, moving forward. So, uh, it's like I said before, it's going to be a lot of, a lot of fun trying it out on the ice and then see where it goes. Shameless plug here. Anytime anyone can't watch the game, they can always listen to Chico Resch and myself on the yeah. devil's hockey <laughs> network. So I understand you had some other things and were busy and I can appreciate you maybe didn't have the TV side set up in time to watch those last two games, but for anyone yeah. who's listening or watching, you can always listen to us on the Devils Hockey Network. <laughs> um, at, at any rate, uh, just want to go back. Uh, looking at you as we record this on Zoom, we can can see you. It looks like you've gotten yeah. bigger across the chest. Have you put muscle on? Yeah, I, I tried over these uh, these couple of months to to build up some strength that I said, and I uh, probably put on a couple pounds too and stuff. But the most important for me is has never really been to put on the pounds just for the number. It's, it's been to, to put on pounds and put on muscles at the, at the, at the right time, uh, just for me to keep my speed. Because if I, if I put on too much weight, I'm going to lose my speed pretty quickly. So, uh, it's, it, it usually takes some time for me to put on, uh, the right kind of pounds that I want, but I feel like these over these, uh, 10 months, it really, uh, really had, had some great results with both speed and strength. So, uh, feel like in good shape. So <laughs> Jack, you said he treated eating like a job over the summer as he looked to put weight on a muscle on and he added 14 pounds. He said roughly about how much yep. have you put on, would you say? Well, I think I, I probably, I probably put on a lot around six to seven pounds at least over these couple, these couple of months. And, uh, I, I feel like I'm in, in a good weight right now. Uh, and if you look back to my, my first year, uh, when I played, I think I was probably below 170 my first year and I'm probably around 185 right now. So, uh, it's at least 15 pounds over three, three years. 
uh, which I feel really comfortable in. And I feel like I've really grown into my body with uh, good strength and good speed at the same time. So we, we've obviously, we talk a lot of hockey, but I'm wondering when you were back home in Sweden, had all this time, I mean, did you get to spend it with your family? So like, these are obviously unique times where you're getting time with people who you don't normally. So what was, what was that like? And what did you guys do? <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Uh, I mean, I, for the first, uh, I think it was for the first three months, I stayed at my parents' house. So that was awesome. I, uh, we usually don't get too much time during the season together. They usually come visit once or twice a year, but, uh, we usually don't see each other for more than like two weeks, uh, out of the season. So, uh, it was awesome for me and it was a little different to, uh, to get into that, to living at home again and stuff. But, uh, obviously it was, it was fantastic to, to get, get some nice food and get your uh, clothes washed and stuff. Uh, but it, it was great. Like the. Uh, especially around May there when the weather started to get really good and uh, spending a lot of time with my family. And we were having uh, dinners at home and we were spending so much time together that uh, it's probably that kind of summer and, and off season is probably probably not going to happen again in my career. So, uh, well, hopefully. So I, I try to ju just enjoy every day that I had with them. And, uh, and I'm really happy that I got such a long time with them too. And hanging out every day. And I guess also your brother, right? Like who you probably don't see yeah. as much either. That must've been really great. I, yeah, think, so I mean, was, I don't know. Was, we all have yeah, no, relationships with siblings. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fantastic. Me and my brother are extremely close and we're, um, he's my best friend too. So we're, we're spending a lot of time together. And uh, in the, before the summer, I, I got a, uh, my own place in Stockholm too. And uh, he was basically moving in with me too. So we were spending, spending every day, every day together there. And, uh, it was great. We were working out together in the summer too and stuff. And, uh, especially, uh, since, uh, October when his season started with his pro team, he does his first pro year now, uh, in the same team that I, team that I played before I came to the devils. So, uh, it, it's been awesome in following him and he's starting to really be a young adult now turn uh, turning 19 in May. So, uh, it's been a fun way to, to follow him every year. And it's always a little different. I mean, I, I'm seeing him over the summer and then I don't see him for, uh, yeah. six, seven months again. And he's usually growing pretty fast. So, uh, it's been fun to, uh, being around him so much. How has this season gone so far? Uh, their team was uh, struggling a little bit in the beginning of the season. They starting to catch up a little bit and uh, I think they're somewhere in the middle of the pack right now, trying to fight for a playoff spot. So uh, he's doing he's doing pretty well, though. It's his first pro year, and uh, I mean, coming up as an 18 year old is not not super easy. But he's doing a really good job. So uh, it's going to be fun to follow follow his career. Uh, you know, oh, go ahead. Go, so, go ahead no, Meta, go ahead, please. No, I was just thinking about you know your Sweden and Swedish hockey and all that. Are you familiar with Alexander Holtz, who the Devils drafted? Yeah. So, uh, we've been, uh, working out together in the summer for three years in a row. Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah, so we know each other pretty well. We, uh, we had dinner, um, sometimes uh, a couple of times this summer together, actually to, uh, to just hang out. And, uh, like I couldn't really, I couldn't really go see him, uh, after the draft since he had games and stuff. And we try to keep a little, uh, I didn't really want to, uh, uh, it was a little hard time for us seeing each other during his games and yeah. stuff. And the, their team had some pretty strict rules about seeing other people and stuff. So, uh, but I, I talked to him, of course, and 
uh, he's a he's a fantastic guy. He's super humble. He works super hard, and uh, I mean, like everyone know, like his skills on the ice. He's an extremely powerful skater with good shots. So uh, he's gonna be a fun fun guy to be uh, be playing with a little closer in hopefully a couple, uh, hopefully maybe next year or something. So um, he, he's he's an extremely good guy, and uh, uh, I'm happy for uh, I'm happy for him to to uh, be here with the Devils and for the Devils to have that kind of a good guy. Well, we're all looking for the time when uh, he'll come to North America and, and play the Devils. We continue to follow him from afar. So I want to go back a little bit to last year, but focus on what you're hoping to accomplish this year for the most part. But I do want to go back to last year. So you score 16 goals, 15 at even strength. That led the team in that category. So it was a good year on the one hand. We know the things that happened uh, involving the Devils season, coach and GM let go, et cetera. But also for you personally, like toward the end there, you did have that one healthy scratch. So I'm wondering what in St. Louis. So what was the growth period like for Jesper Bratt last year where you can look at some numbers and say good. But at the same time, there was a period where the coaching staff thought maybe best to watch. So just lay it out for us what last year was all about. Yeah, uh, obviously, it's hard to uh, hard to uh, hear that you're getting scratched because you you always want to be out there with the team and stuff. but. Uh, I feel at the same time, sometimes I, uh, I got a little kick out of it and I, I try to try to just, uh, put the mindset on the right spot and try to show them that, uh, I think I'm, I'm a better player that deserves to, deserves to play. And usually that gave me some, some good energy and a good boost. So, um, there was a, there was maybe a, a couple times too many last season that happened. I, uh, but I tried, I, I really think that I'd grown into, uh, grown into the league and being more mature as a, as a person. And uh, I'm going to try to try to avoid those situations and try to remind myself way quicker that uh, it's time to go. So uh, it was a good experience for me though. And I learned a lot from it and uh, I'm happy that uh, I had the mindset on the right spot to always come back and, and um, achieve way better than before the scratches. So, uh, but it, it's going to be fun now. And I think I learned a lot from it and, uh, during these 10 months off the team, I think that I really matured, as I said, and became a little older and uh, a little more grown, grown adult. Well, you got a long way to go until you get to my stage of the road. But yeah, you know, you learn things. You learn I feel like things. I'm halfway between. <laughs> yeah, we all learn things uh, throughout life. But I wonder, was it more about preparation? Is that what you're talking about? Maturity, like. Obviously, you had success as a pro, but there might even be more success if you did other things. Is is that what you're referring to about the approach to uh, the game or approach to practices? No, I, I don't think it was that part. I, I feel my for myself, I'm really comfortable in those in those kind of things. I think I'm a really good uh, player on and off the ice with being pre- uh, prepared and prepared for practices and. Uh, I mean, food and sleep and uh, preparing myself uh, before practice, after practice and all that stuff. It's just sometimes when you play so many games, you put so much pressure on yourself. And I think it becomes more of a uh, more of a situation when you kind of get a little uh, tired mentally wise. It's kind of hard for your sometimes it's hard for your head to just uh, uh preparing that much for that kind of an important game. And sometimes it, uh, uh, if you have those situations and the puck doesn't bounce your way, it can sometimes 
become a little frustrating. I think that's more of the part. I, I feel like I always been good with preparing mentally and, and physically before a game and a practice, but uh, sometimes the puck doesn't bounce, the, bounce your way, and that's when you have to just uh, just keep grinding and find it again. I know that you've worked with, I, I don't know if the right term is a mental coach or um, how did that help you, not just in recognizing what you were just talking about, but the uncertainty of everything that happened over the last 10 months, because I can imagine the work that you do hockey wise can really help just with like the uncertainty of everything that was going on. Yeah. And it was something we talked a lot about and we, we talked probably uh, twice every month about different things. And we put up, uh, put up schedules and plans for how, uh, how for myself to, um, go through with the days and preparing myself for the best way, especially, especially over the time when the we uh, closed into camp a little bit around December and I still didn't have the deal done. Uh, that was an extremely important uh, time for me to sit down every morning before breakfast and actually go through the whole schedule for the day and really prepare myself for the day and to put my mindset on the right spot and not try to think about things that I really can't do anything about and just try to focus on what I can actually do something about. And that really helped me a, a lot. And that's something I've been doing for the whole, uh, basically for the whole end of the season. I'm sitting down every morning and every night and going through the day, what what, uh, what I liked about the day and what uh, what my plans are for the next day. And that's something that really helped me out. So uh, I'm going to keep doing that for uh, a really long time and hopefully it's going to pay off. <laughs> Have you talked to, I mean, I'm sure you've been in contact with your teammates, but just how things are different now, given the COVID protocols and all that, and sort of what to expect when you walk back into, you know, the, the NHL forum. Well, yeah, I have uh, Pav and Nico calling me 20 times a day. So, no, I was kidding. But, <laughs> no, we, uh, no. You had just, to get that in we, there. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, no, we, we talk a lot on the phone and stuff. And I ask them a lot of how, how a day really looks right now at the rink and what it looks like on the road and stuff. And the team obviously haven't had a flight yet. So, I yeah. I, I, I kind of ask for, like, how the, the road trips are working. I, I heard now they're having some different uh, – different plans on going to uh play the rangers and islanders and stuff they they usually don't stay overnight and stuff which is a little different than than other uh other years uh but i'm excited for it i'm i'm gonna really enjoy like the like their t-shirt said enjoy the ride and that's what i'm really gonna do and i'm uh i mean i've been practicing by myself and stuff for so long now that i'm i'm finally i'm finally back here and it's it's really time for me to uh, work hard and enjoy the ride and have a lot of fun with the boys. So uh, it's going to be good. Uh, how do you say, or what's the Swedish equivalent of enjoy the ride? You want to hear it in Swedish? Yeah. Yes, please. Uh, njuta vågturen. Okay, I like Perfect. it. I might have to ask you a few more <laughs> times say, before we'll I can you get that down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll write it to you guys, and then you guys can. We'll come up. We'll come up with some T-shirts as well. Uh, let's do it in in Swedish. Yeah. Uh, so, so what good. are you, what what are your expectations for this year? Uh, the Devils have gotten off to a, a decent start, much better than last year's, but they were not highly regarded coming into the year. Uh, what are your thoughts about what will happen? when you join the team and what you and your teammates can do? 
Um, I think every year you have pretty high expectations. This year is obviously a little different because you don't really know when like teams hasn't really played in so long, especially our team. But looking at the team from the beginning of the season and these couple of games, uh, I think their their system and the way they play have been really good, especially against Boston, how they really, um, really uh, controlled the game for the whole uh, probably 60 minutes. So. Uh, when I when I look at that type of game, I have really high expectation. If we can keep keep our heads and uh, keep everything on the on a good level, I think uh, I, I really think we're going to be a good team this year. And we have a, a really young, speedy team, and I think we can I think we can do some really 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 good stuff this year and and really set a tone to the whole league what we're going to bring in the future uh, future years. Have you thought about? playing in Prudential Center or any NHL arena where there are no fans and what that might feel like? It's gonna, Yeah, it's going to be different and uh, uh, and stuff. But at the same time, I'm super happy to to just play and just yeah. play the games. But of course, you of course, you want you want the fans there and you uh, they always give you so much extra energy. So, uh, I mean, coming out there on the ice with with the screaming fans and stuff is is always a huge support. So. Uh, it's going to be different, but uh, we know they're watching too. So we'll do our best. Well, Jesper, thank you so much for your time. We're looking forward to that moment when you step out onto the ice. I'm sure you are more excited than we are, but we're pretty <laughs> excited. So we can only imagine what it's like for you. Uh, one last question before we let you go. You told us about enjoying time at home uh, in your parents' home when you had the opportunity over the summer and all those good things, getting meals and, and the laundry your, is the big the laundry one. Laundry was a big one. So <laughs> did, big did, one. <laughs> did you at least make your bed? Yeah, I do. Okay. I'm fair pretty, enough. I'm pretty, I'm a pretty strict guy when it comes to uh, keeping everything organized and stuff. And I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm usually pretty good at that. And I, I keep everything pretty clean at my place. So I'm trying to help out even if, it's nice to get some help from my mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, fair enough. Again, thanks so much for your time. Yeah. And again, we yeah. can't wait to see you out on the ice. Thanks, guys. Payroll processing, time and attendance, HR systems, and a different approach to customer service creates what PrimePoint calls the PrimePoint experience. From your first interactions with PrimePoint, you'll notice the difference. And once you become a customer, you'll experience the difference. Painless transition to prime point service. Hold time that averages seven seconds. You'll never be treated like a number, and you'll get quick, accurate responses to calls and emails from Prime Point's live U.S.-based customer support. Check it out at PrimePoint.com. Congrats on the new house, honey. What's this? Carbon monoxide detectors? Yeah, but one on every level. Because you can't see or smell carbon monoxide. And when fuel-burning appliances aren't working right, CO can build up and be deadly. Guys, I'm on it. We just want to know you're safe. At PSENG, we're committed to your family's safety. Know how to prevent carbon monoxide poisoning. If your CO detector goes off, leave immediately. Then call 911. Protect the ones you love. Learn more at PSEG.com slash gas safety. I had no doubt that he, he made his bet. Oh, he, he's that kind of a Yeah, kid. I was just going to say, he probably like makes the bed at the hotel too. <laughs> I feel like, you know, I, I feel like when we travel, even like when he's checking out, he might you know, just make the bed. But I did, I did enjoy the fact that he threw in the laundry part because 
sometimes it's just really wonderful to have you. <laughs> well, it's done for you. <laughs> no, no doubt about that. You know, I really, I know we've talked to him about it and you've brought it up before and you did here uh, on the podcast about the work he's done on the mental side. And because, he's smart, yeah. Yeah, and he's very much uh, supportive of and has spoken highly about how that has helped him. And it's an ongoing process. I mean, I love the idea. He sits back, you know, it translates into any language, really, like control what you can and don't worry about that, which you cannot. Uh, and the fact that he's digging his hands and, and teeth into it a little bit more really makes me excited for what this year might hold. Yeah. And I just, you know, hockey players can, you know, sometimes feel like so tough and, you know, just getting on with it. I really appreciate his want and mm -hmm. uh, yeah, his want to talk about it and how important that side is to not only his success on the ice, but just as a human being, you know, that's why I asked the question, you know, how did that help you over the last 10 months? And because there was so much uncertainty that a lot of people who do struggle with certain things, like it, it can really be destabilizing, obviously. And so for him to have that support that he used for his hockey career translate into managing what we've all been through over the last 10 months, I think that that's really important. And he's not shy about it. And he just, it just helps him. So why not? Yeah, absolutely. And and I, I loved uh, the laughter and the smile when he talked about Nico and Pavel calling him 20 times a day. Those three guys are tied oh, at the hip. It's, you know, it, and that's probably one of the things that, you know, felt the saddest when training camps start. You, you missed Jesper's presence because they're really funny together. I mean, they poke at each other all day long. Like in the locker room, they're making fun of if you're interviewing Jesper, you know, someone will interject. And I think Jesper's, you know, kind of the one who stirs the pot a lot. He does. He's got he's got um, a side of him. Oh, yeah. That, that you know what? That he's a uh, sneaky, funny and he gets the jabs <laughs> in and his presence in the dressing room uh has been missed, I'm assuming, because we haven't been there, but yeah, having exactly. known him from past experience, I know that his absence has been felt. And the good news is he'll be back soon and on the ice soon and helping the Devils in this season. Amanda, always good to spend time with you. You as well, Maddie. Great to see you. And that'll wrap things up on Speak of the Devils, presented by RWJ Barnabas Health, the official health care provider of the New Jersey Devils. For Amanda Stein, I'm Matt Lachlan. Thank you, as always, for your company. We truly appreciate it. Until next time, be safe, be well. So long, everyone. <laughs>